Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to episode 313 of See You Next Wednesday, a bi-weekly film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Thursday, June 28th, 2018, and my name is Dan Gorman, and I was watching, I saw the whole thing. First it started falling over, then it fell over. My name is Casey Lyons, and I can't help how I am. When I was a child, I saw my father murdered before my eyes by me. <laughs> my name is Greg Legros, and you don't kill people because they call you names. You kill people because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we have lots to talk about this week, including Incredibles 2 and another movie with two in the title called The Number 23. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, my well God. It is done. true. <laughs> oh man, this is this must be some sort of Jim Carrey sized conspiracy. <laughs> uh and we will talk about our punishment album and we will roll for next week. Before any of that, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Uh you can go to modernsuperior.com and find us there. You can also tell all your friends about us and also email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, how's it going? Oh, bye. Yeah. Good. How are how are you? Doing good. Yeah. Um I will say with the extra week, I've been able to my my punishment album list is growing faster than it used to, I feel oh, like. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and then now today I was almost like, I wanna lose. I got <laughs> some good ones on here. <laughs> well, Dan, if I know you I will you now. Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so we got lots of stuff to talk about things that have been in the news yeah. and movies yeah. that we have been watching. Sure. Uh, I mentioned to Greg just before we started recording that Jared Leto yeah. is set to star in another movie, <laughs> but particularly a superhero movie, yeah. Morbius, The yeah. Living Vampire, for what? Sony. Right. Yeah. So that's apparently going to happen. I don't understand what they're doing over there. 
What? Do you know this property? Do you know what Morbius the yeah, loneliest yeah, yeah. vampire he's is? This dumb character that shows up occasionally in some Spider-Man comics and other stuff. Oh, he was so he's a to Marvel be a villain in uh, the Blade series at one point. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh yeah, I uh, uh he's a dumb, a dumb silly character. Yeah. Well, and, then they got just the right actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also I don't know why they're doing this. What is Sony doing over there with all these I villain know. movies? It's weird. It, I guess they, they own this is, because of the Spider-Man stuff, right? I so. guess. I mean, he works under the... I mean, this is what they were... They were like, we're going to build our Sinister Six. Yeah. Know, but we don't know what that is. You know, uh, <laughs> is he... Are they Macho Man Randy Savage over there <laughs> now? So, yeah. Brother. <laughs> snap into a Sinister Six. <laughs> <laughs> Slap into a lesser Marvel character. <laughs> snap into a Sinister Six. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I guess from what this article says, the the team attached to the movie is the director of that uh, mo- that um, that space movie Life with yeah, uh, right Gyllenhaal I like and, that movie. and Co. Yeah, and the the people who are writing the movie um, are the people who wrote Netflix's Lost in Space, which I didn't see. Well, it's, the people don't like that show. Mm-hmm. I saw like forty minutes of it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's its own review. Right. So maybe maybe they're trying to do the Deadpool thing and do like we'll get the guys that made the space movie on the cheapish and you know in between projects and (laughs) see what happens. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just yeah, Jared Leto. This is a dumb idea. Yeah. Don't do this. There's so many things you could do. Why this? Like this? Like without him hire Jared Leto to do anything? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the it, it, similar, not similar, but a weird property for comics and like going at it again. Do we didn't talk about it? But they're doing the Spawn film. Mm-hmm. Oh, with, with Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah. I I'm kind of into that. I am kind of into totally. that. Totally. Uh, and uh, and and Todd McFarlane is directing the movie. Ooh. <laughs> Which yeah. Has he ever directed anything before? Uh, music videos. Oh yeah, Freak on a Leash. Uh, was that it, Tom McFarlane? Did you direct Freak that whole video? I think he drew the album cover. I think he drew the video. <laughs> That's not an answer to the <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you have to phrase it as a question. That's a good song. Speaking um, of all that, you guys have seen those pictures of... That Fred Durst directed Travolta movie. Oh that's yeah, coming? I have. Oh no! Gotta see what that. to make of that? That looks crazy. <laughs> and Travolta's like, it's the greatest experience I've ever had. <laughs> wow! Sorry, I've never had so many backwards red caps in my life. I, oh my god. Um. Anyway, so that's interesting, though. I mean, it, I. I did. I don't know if McFarlane had uh, a hand in. We'd have to. I, I could, I'm sure I could easily look it up. Had a hand in the animated Spawn stuff, w- where Keith David voiced the character. That shit's pretty good. Yeah. Um. And it's his property. He knows what he's doing. And that you know worked when you did fifty fifty on the first Sin City movie, but then also failed miserably for the Spirit in Sin City too. So who knows? But Jamie Fox, that's cool. Yeah, I'll he's, watch that. I yeah, well, I'll see I it. See yeah. him do that. That's neat. Is uh, John Linguizamo going to play that little guy again? <laughs> what's the, like... <laughs> I don't think so. W- uh, what's, like... I-, I know of Todd McFarlane mostly from, like, his work in the 90s, but, like, what's the current 
feeling on him? Is he like still well respected? I know he just like became a toy uh, dude, right? Yeah, I don't so, know what he even does as far as books goes. I I've really lost track. I mean, yeah. he was he was the, uh, like such a rock star. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole boom where all <laughs> the artists followed everyone followed him and everybody over to Image and stuff like cuz he was the there was other like big big yeah. name artists, Rob Liefeld and Jim Lee and <laughs> and all those guys, but I mean, McFarlane was the fucking superstar. Yeah. And it's all because of his work on Amazing Spider-Man and Venom. Um, cuz it was amazing. I mean, he can't draw human faces, but all the other <laughs> stuff was wild. It's true. They all yeah. they, they look really weird. <laughs> I don't know if he's improved on that, but go back to like Spider-Man somewhere between 298 like <laughs> 350, everybody's face looks weird. They should do a comic where Tom McFarlane just draws the faces and Rob Liefeld just draws the faces. I was going to oh say God. that. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say, like, why doesn't all, why don't all the guys who can only do certain things get together and draw one good guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> McFarlane, uh, his, like, his work on, uh, his redesign on Spider-Man, which he didn't, didn't change the costume, but he's the guy who made the eyes big. Yeah. He widened the eyes out, and honestly, that, that, that decimated the comic world. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, my God, because it looked so good. <laughs> His eyes are beautiful. It, it, was, it was a big deal. It really was. Everyone yeah. went crazy. And he made the webbing look all crazy, that, like, tangled-up spaghetti look of the webbing. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, yeah. it's good. And like and, oh, the, and the crazy yeah, I'm proportions. At some, uh, images. This is a really good looking Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he it was. Like, I would would fuck you fuck up? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what what do you got there? Which one? Uh, I've just got like some. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's when he branched off. That's dynamite. And he was like really. He took the the body contortions and really like whacked him out, which is awesome. There's yeah. some, you know really, really classic poses. If you look up Amazing Spider Man 300, that's a great classic. Uh, shot of the black suit, and he brought the black suit back, which then brought it into the whole Venom thing, and, you know, he... Yeah. Fundamental in Venom being a character. Anyway, so uh, he's got an eye, and, you know, his books looked good, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and there was something cinematic about his storytelling, so... He did a great run with the lizard that was really creepy and fucked up for the start of his own Spider-Man series. Anyway, I feel like it'll be really interesting (laughs) to see what he accomplishes with the movie. Yeah, Yeah. and he really is like it's, but it's got to be hard R. Yeah, we do this thing right. Yeah, I think he like he didn't he like put the put the the. It out to a, a bunch of film studios is like you let me do this and let yeah. me do it harder and I'm gonna give you something great. Yeah, but it's got to be my way. <laughs> and somebody went okay. <laughs> I, only will they redo the soundtrack? <laughs> yeah, the little electronic groups <laughs> with <laughs> metal bands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> is the crystal method busy? We did that, right? <laughs> <For> the... <laughs> they have a very tight schedule. Oh, we, did, we didn't do that as a punishment, did we? We just talked about it, and then I went and listened to it. I yeah, think that's I think what so. happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although we did an album like that. I don't think Judgment it was the Spawn soundtrack. Yeah. We did Judgment Night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, not Judgment Night. We did something similar to that. Uh, I can't a remember. Crossover exactly one? Yeah, yeah, I feel like something. we did. Um, speaking of horror kind of stuff the team behind uh, the the writers behind a quiet place are gonna do a stephen king adaptation mm-hmm. of the boogeyman from the night shift anthology oh my god oh. are you fucking kidding me yeah why <laughs> that is insane that is one of the when i think about a specific type of stephen king 
um, short story. And yeah. I've actually been reading, as of lately, uh, I've been reading Skeleton Crew. Nice. Um, and just rediscovering how fucking amazing some of those stories are. Yeah, man. Um, but there's a certain type of Stephen King story, and that's a perfect example where it's just so stupid all the way through, <laughs> and 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 like to, to where you're almost like this is so dumb and so campy that maybe it's kind of fun. But what could they possibly? Uh, what kind of movie are they gonna do? I like that. That's interesting because everything that I've read about this like announcement has been like. The boogeyman was the most fucked up of his stuff, and like it's fucked all of us up as kids, and it's the most extreme, crazy imagery, and like so it's interesting to hear because I don't know anything about what this short is, so it's like now I don't know what to think. <laughs> uh, okay, well I don't want to spoil it. There's not a lot to the story. Yeah, what's the like log line of the story? There's a boogeyman. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and he might be who you least expect him okay. to be. Okay. <laughs> or she. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. May, I'll go back and read it again. Maybe uh, some of the nuance of the boogeyman was <laughs> well, lost Well, it doesn't say that. It just says it's a handful of pages and contains some of King's most upsetting imagery and ends on a note that's truly revolting. It was an early highlight of diving into the master writer's brand of scary storytelling and had a chilling effect on my brain that is so mm. silly because again like having been reading uh skeleton crew there are so many other stories that I i'm just reading i'm like oh my god i would love to see this as a movie yeah mrs todd's shortcut as a fucking movie would be i remember that phenomenal especially right now given given sort of the climate of the day uh and and the subject matter it's basically just about this lady who finds freedom in um in finding shortcuts, uh, like shorter ways to get from the city to her summer house, yeah, um, and and how the shortcuts become more and more sort of surreal and and that sounds so good, <laughs> strangely into uh, other dimensions kind of thing. It's it's fucking wonderful, and it, it, it's a lot about a woman who uh, who just finds empowerment. Mm-hmm. through uh um you know through through this one specific thing and there's parts of it that that are just really beautiful in that context hmm. and it would just be so interesting or yeah. the jaunt is another uh mm-hmm. short story yeah, yeah. like that would be so much fun to see as a movie but yeah. uh, i got to go back and i have like most of of those books like i think i have one, the night shift i think i have one or two of the other ones i know i have uh his book about like writing or whatever dance macabre yeah and so i just like just sits on my shelf i should read them (laughs) oh yeah like i i oh man i've been having so much fun yeah especially those because they're short stories i can like and that's two of them or three of them super short yeah is survivor type in that one is that good survivor type uh survivor type is the um desert island one yes that (laughs) one is fucking awesome that would be an interesting film (laughs) that would be a very weird movie (laughs) weird movie does he still let people make his his stuff into movies for a dollar do you remember? Have you guys heard of that? Oh, right. He used to like if you would like send him a letter and ask him in the 80s or whatever you could like potentially like if he liked it or something buy it get the rights to make a short for like a dollar i think he stopped doing (laughs) yeah because that's how we ended up with like frank darabont did the woman in the something i think it was actually maybe the boogeyman 
with a different name as a short. The woman and the something. The woman. <laughs> let me see here. I think they mentioned it in this article. Um, but yeah, there was like a couple VHS tapes. I have one of them, and they're like these weird like student films and stuff that that they were able to get the rights for a dollar. Uh, yeah, the Boogeyman has already been adapted for the screen once in the 1983 VHS B movie relic Night Shift collection, which saw Frank Darabont transforming the woman in the room into a short movie. Uh. And Jeff Shiro offering his take on uh, King's bizarre tale of probable psychosis. Oh, yeah. Didn't in that same thing, didn't they do the the quitting smoking thing with James Woods? That's uh, mm. Cat's Eye. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that Which was good. Yeah, I like uh, Cat's Eye. I like Cat's Eye, too. <laughs> There's some weird junk going on in there, though. Yeah. So people really liked the quiet, uh, the quiet movie, Quiet Place. What was it called? Yeah, A Quiet Place. I like the hell out of it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they'll be oh, able yeah. to turn that into something really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, speaking of interesting, did you guys see the Red Band trailer for Predator? No. Okay. I just had it <laughs> oh, me sent either. to me by Matt Band. Yeah, he sent me it too. <laughs> okay, let's pause the show oh, in case you're not going to watch okay. it. He sent it to me as well. <laughs> okay, we've okay. seen the movie trailer. Yes. And it looks great. That looks <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. I know that the previous trailer had a lot of emphasis on that it, there was going to be a kind of a side plot with like the kid and some people kind of mm-hmm. online were sort of like, oh, what's this going to be? But this trailer, I feel like really sells home that like, first of all, like Shane Black has done great stuff with kids in movies. Fucking, yeah. I love the way that he treats kids in movies. Um, even if it like it does skew on that kind of like that sounds like an adult wrote that dialogue. I still like it. I don't give but, a shit. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like this trailer kind I don't of want it turns to sound it. Like a kid wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this trailer, I feel like, skews it back towards like fucking Predator Town. <laughs> yeah. 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 In the best that way. feel like, and it's you know, it's setting up what what you want from Predator. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, like a, your mom's vagina joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, I just all I want is no buddy movie, <laughs> no being friends with the fucking predator. Yeah, no, I hate that shit. <laughs> Why do they keep doing that? Yeah. Oh, so you're worried that because but yeah. the nature of uh, of. Oh, oh well, we're it's Predator 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it's gonna be like we gotta be friends with. Doesn't it's, seem it's, like listen, it from the trailer. It worked great in T2, and that's the only time yeah. you can do this. Yeah, where you switch around the bad guy and make him your buddy. Yeah, because um, yeah. they did it in the fucking Alien versus Predator movies, yeah. and both of them they had a buddy up scene. They did yeah. it in Predators with Adrian Brody. They're like, let's just be friends with this outcast Predator. <laughs> like, don't fucking do that. I don't want that. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. You don't humanize the predator. Yeah, like it's hard enough. We've had all these movies with the predator in them, so we're not. There's nothing. There's no surprises. It's not very scary anymore. Yeah, particularly yeah. if you can be friends with one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be friends with one. No. I want it to. Uh, well, I want it to tear everyone else's yes. head yes. or, or and or skin. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. I, I'm like, even if the trailers were really worrisome, I'd be like, but Fred Decker's involved, and listen, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. His yeah. name is on the script with, yep. with, with, and with hey, him. And hey, he made Frankenstein friends with the kids, and that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That really tugged at my heartstrings. Oh, yeah, at the end there. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, so it looks it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. It Maybe just looks, they'll yeah. suck the predator really cool. into a space hole and throw him a teddy bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can only hope. Um... Uh, they introduce in the trailer a 
slightly bigger predator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which sweet. Yeah. I like a bigger predator. Yeah, why not? Okay, Slightly bigger. No buddies. Scarier. Yeah. yeah. You better just kill that fucking small predator and fucking move on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah so looks good. And I will say, uh, I, did I talk about it? How I watched RoboCop 3 recently on the show? Because that I was. Think the, you saw, I, I don't know if you mentioned it on the show. Yeah. I did see that you watched it and had a pleasant time. Recently, I watched both Predator 2 and. RoboCop 3 for the first time. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Predator. Yeah. And RoboCop 3 was the last thing on Fred Decker's list that like that I'd never seen. Right. And, and I don't care. That movie's fun. Um, <laughs> I like it a lot, well, actually. Well, it isn't good. Uh, it's pretty... <laughs> for what it is doing, it's very good. Here's what's up. You know that it's bad, so you go in a little yeah. soft. Yeah. The true thing is if you ever try to watch that movie again... You won't. <laughs> I, I, it's a struggle. I'll revisit. <clears throat> a lot it. of things don't work, and it just like trying to go through it a second time is yeah. really close to impossible. I'm gonna probably try it again because I, watching it purely as like this is a dumb comic book movie, I was yeah. like, no, this is doing exactly what yeah, it should be doing. I mean, it's I super sh- fun. I, I, I wanted that <laughs> from it too, but then yeah. like. You get into some stuff, and some of the storylines happening, you're just yeah. like, oh, this sucks. I gotta yeah. get out of here. It's fair. I could be watching Predator 2, <laughs> I, which I don't mind. Predator 2's great. Yeah, yeah. I had a great time zipper I've ever seen in my pants. <laughs> like Goodness. I, when I mentioned it on Facebook in our thread, you guys went off on the zipper, and I was well, like, I love crazy. that this is the most memorable it's all thing. I can think of is <laughs> that, fucking Danny Glover's that, weird pants. That is <laughs> absolutely the first thing I think about They're, when but, I think like, about it. Were they made for the movie? The I've never big, seen pants like that before. Go just pick up this Google image. Danny Glover Predator 2 and look at those <laughs> pants look at how long that zipper is it's insane yeah really it is insane it, it, and when you guys said it and I was watching the movie when you said it I was like damn they're right <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it before but it's a right. long zipper yep. yeah it's so weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's got scenes there's stuff that oh, works I, I thought that it was movie. awesome yeah, I love that. Speaking of cocaine, that is the what? kind of movie I love watching. That <laughs> that's movie a sound on bite cocaine. Right there. Uh, that's like a movie uh, that. No one mentioned cocaine. <laughs> speaking of cocaine, yeah. were we talking about cocaine? I have a lot. Signs you might be a cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of cocaine, we should get some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned cocaine all the way back in Stephen King talk. So speaking oh, of that, it all back. Uh, I see. Predator Two is like that kind of cocaine blockbuster filmmaking that is just like yeah so overcranked yeah. over the top yeah. everything is insane everything is sweaty and you're just like this movie was produced by cocaine i'm sure yeah, of yeah. it <laughs> yeah so predator trailer looks good yep um Neat. and i had one other thing written down here as something that we could talk about and that thing was yeah. Right, Your cocaine problem. Here, it's a pile of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, the Mandy trailer, oh, starring yeah. Nicolas Cage. Right, uh, directed by uh, Pasmos Cosmatos, mm-hmm. uh, who did Beyond the Black Rainbow mm-hmm. previously. Me not see that movie or this trailer. Uh, mm. This, tra- go check this trailer out. It looks yeah. amazing. Yep, looks. Nuts. Yeah, it just looks wild. Yeah, it's uh, I'm, it looks like the guy that made Beyond the Black Rainbow is now making a movie with like a super hyped up uh, Nicolas Cage, but also super doubling down on the like painted on the side of a van yeah, yeah. aesthetic and yeah, yeah, like it it. I'm there's so like animation in the trailer. Yep, all of a sudden, it looks I'm ready awesome. For this thing. Yeah, 
It's going it to be sweet. fucking bonkers. I yeah. feel like I have to see Beyond the Black Rainbow to get context. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's a crazy movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm excited about Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. What have uh, you guys been watching? Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Oh. Um, I will jump in <laughs> while you guys hum and haw because, yeah. Greg, you saw something and you wanted to know my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I uh, what's that? went and watched Pie Whack It. Oh. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Which, this is a nice follow-up to Hereditary. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, this is from 2017. Yeah. It's a Canadian film. Right. Um, and as we mentioned previously, it's about a like an angry kind of gothy teenage girl who awakens something in the woods when she sort of uh, angrily curses her mom in a way that makes sense in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because for sure. when we talked about it earlier, I asked you about that. Like, does it, cause it sounds silly, but does it work? Yeah. And it does. It does. It really, it, it feels it like a pretty honest portrait of teen angst yes. and what metal kids are like. Totally. Not all metal kids, totally. but you know, like it, it felt very honest. Yes. And the music felt right. I agree. Like, yeah. You know, here's some heavy, me- heavy metal slippery when wet. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> I liked this movie quite a bit for what it was, and I thought that it there was a couple things in the final act that don't totally land perfectly yeah. because of couple budget effects yeah. and stuff. Some but, of the effects are quite good, and yeah. some of the camera choices. It did a couple of things that <clears throat> Hereditary does almost exactly, because it's kind of like, I guess, how you do these sort of movies now, yeah. but I felt like they did them a little better. Yeah, A little I, bit of the older, over-the-shoulder stuff. And yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah, totally. And it, there's a couple yeah. great shots. It's very slow burn, yeah. and I thought that, you know, it was f- for the budget, yeah. th- this was a really good example of, like, the kind of low-budget, especially Canadian cinema. Like, it was really solid, and the performances mm-hmm. are good, yeah. and it builds to, like, a fun sort of creep out and yeah it kind of ends up in in sort of standard land of horror endings with the monster and stuff but yeah it's good i yeah. was i was pleasantly surprised i think i liked it better than hereditary i liked it yeah, yeah. i thought i think it's worth checking out yeah, yeah. or maybe i just i was surprised <coughs> at how much i enjoyed it yeah more than i was just yeah like fine with hereditary it's a good little movie i hope yeah. people will look into it yeah pie sure. wacky yeah interesting uh I, he's got some other movie that apparently is uh, pretty solid too uh backcountry yeah i heard i've uh, heard that bear. name out and about yeah yeah i'm gonna check that out because i'm sort of curious about this fella yeah uh. <clears throat> yeah so check out pie wacky it's worth it worth absolutely it. Yeah. neat what about you guys then uh jeez uh, i geez. you know what i don't have a lot of interesting stuff to tell you Okay. I did. I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> I, tr- I tried to watch some garbage. Yeah. And I fell asleep in the first five minutes of all of it. <laughs> so I'll eventually report on some garbage. Uh, and uh, I have been just watching an absolute ton of RuPaul's Drag Race. Nice. Uh, I watched season. F- I don't know. I watched a few seasons since we talked last. Because <laughs> they're only like ten or twelve episodes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I just want to point out, if anyone decides decided to get into Drag Race, there's only two seasons on. Netflix, yeah. eight and nine, I believe, yeah, and uh, nine has uh, is very good and has an absolutely outstanding finish. Uh, eight is one of the weaker seasons. Yeah, I would not recommend starting there. Uh, I just recently watched season four because I was really curious to see. Uh, there's some fan favorites on yeah. there, like uh, Chad Michaels and stuff, and <laughs> yeah, and Sharon Needles, which is just the best drag name in <laughs> the entire world. 
Uh, and I just wanted to kind of see what yeah. the deal was. And that, that is a stacked, huge, enormous season. Yeah. Nice. Se- four and five is just nothing but home runs. <laughs> just unbelievable. Nice. Uh, it was so good. I love that show. Are you caught up on the new season? No, not okay. at all. But we just finished four. And so I guess we're going yeah. to try and slam through this new season. I mean, we won't get, I don't think we'll get to finished for the finale. Yeah. And I would love to go to Church Street for it. And just Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> but I, I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. It's on a Thursday night, too, or something. Like <laughs> I don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so much. Nice. So, so much drag race. It's a lot of fun. Also, I watched a bit more of the new Tick show. Yeah. And? It's okay. Okay. I, yeah, I saw the first episode like a million years ago yeah. when, when I guess it was like a preview or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, It isn't. Yeah. It's not. Just watch the cartoon. Yeah. And read the comic. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're brilliant. They're well, it's a thing where y- I don't see how you're going to get anybody. And I love Peter Serafinowicz. I think oh, he's Oh, yeah, and he's doing a hilarious. dynamite job. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you don't need anyone else to play that character. No. That's the thing. That char- The definitive uh, uh, portrayal of that character is the cartoon. Yeah. It's yeah. so unbelievably perfect. Yeah, yeah, The Tick is one of those shows where I saw it when I was a kid. But it's a show that I feel like I need to like go back and just do the whole thing. Oh, one hundred percent. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I mostly watched it in college. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, there was uh, a yeah. lot of drugs involved. Oh, smoking pot, <laughs> watching the tick. Yeah. <laughs> I have the graphic- watching the tick and quoting the tick. Yes, yeah, so much of that for decades. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and to this day, it still in even if I say it in my head, it makes me laugh. Yeah. Like just certain certain dinosaur Neil, what are you doing? <laughs> I have a little action figure of the tick. Nice, and he's wearing his uh, "I dig dinosaur Neil" T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. is the best. Yeah, yeah. Gavin Fox, friend of the show. Gavin Fox got it for me a million years <laughs> ago. Still have it, and now my daughter plays with it. So pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> mustache of a th- titan. <laughs> I was just gonna say, time to go look at the mustache again. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest. Nice. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, you yeah, gotta watch the tick. Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watch the tick cartoon and read the comic books. They're great. Ben Edlund has a uh, wonderful uh, sense of humor and wit, mm. and is a d- terrific comic book artist. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, did you see anything? Uh, I have been straight wrapped up. I've not yeah. been watching anything else mm-hmm. uh, because I've been all sorts of wrapped up in the staircase. Nice. That's what. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to get yeah. into that. So that's uh, worth my time. Oh boy, yeah, it is something. Huh. Um, it, it's. Uh, I, I was speaking with somebody that I work with who uh, was complaining that it was boring, and I don't understand how you get to that conclusion. Yeah. And I think she's like a, a big uh, a true crime fan too. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I, I I told my parents to watch it because I watched the like original run miniseries, right? And then a couple years ago they came out with like a part two, which is like I think a couple episodes. And then when Netflix put it up now, they've added even more a on couple, top yeah. of it. So I feel like when I told my parents to watch it, they got like you know all the way through it, but they said there was a few points where they were like, it's so much of it you know, oh, it's almost God. overwhelming that, i love i yeah. love I, I love the way it's paced and i love how um thorough it is uh and i i love how i hate everyone <laughs> 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 like uh, i'm just like 
wow, this lawyer is such a great lawyer. Like the defense lawyer is such a fantastic lawyer and and uh, such a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and like I, I'm just like I, I don't know if uh, if he's guilty or not, but. Uh, he is guilty of uh, two things. A, he's guilty of looking a lot like John C. McGinley. Yeah. <laughs> and B, being a real shithead. Yeah, a real smarmy guy. Just a the... smarmy piece of shit who's like, uh, he's yeah. like, you know what? Even if you didn't do it, just throw him in jail. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, it is fascinating. It does feel very... It does feel by virtue of being on that side of the story in sense of their insane access. Like, they have unbelievable access to, to this trial, like, in the, behind closed doors and stuff. Yeah. But it does feel a little bit weighted towards him. And, and I have read some things where they were saying, like, you know, the staircase left all this stuff out of the other side of the case, which... You know, it seems like everything that they paint that's coming at them from the other side of the case is very, like, a lot of it is really, like, what the fuck are they doing? They're, like, trying to stage these things to, like, make it look like the, you got the blood in the right place or whatever. They're fucking idiots. It's but a, bananas. But apparently there was also a lot of stuff where they're, like, what? There, there's all this stuff that really looks bad and doesn't have this easy answer that they just that's left out. That's <laughs> crazy that there's stuff that was left out uh, that makes it look even worse <laughs> yeah. because... Still looks pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, now, granted, have you heard the owl theory? Uh, n- <laughs> oh my God. Are you serious? There's an owl. Are theory. you serious that this, this a- that's this case? Yeah. This case is the one that's associated with the owl theory. There's a theory in the on. There's a theory in the world. Stuff not really. Show? No, okay. not they necessarily don't, they don't get into it's it. a fucking insane theory. They don't right. even I, get into it on the show. But basically, right. they there. There's a guy who came out and said, like, this is my theory on what happened. I'm like a lawyer or whatever, like a spec script of a theory, and was like, I think an owl came into the house because I found a microscopic owl like thing and and scraped her head up and got into a big fight with her and then she fell and then the owl flew away. Those wounds, <laughs> those wounds are not owl wounds. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, because I heard a podcast about the uh, the owl story. Uh, yeah. Ages ago, years ago, and and um, yeah, and th- thought, oh, that's so outlandish. Yeah. And and fun. It's this story. I had no idea it was the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is bananas. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so this it's. It's fucking just so, so captivating. Just always so captivating. And there's a couple of people. Not everybody's a shithead. Like, I feel so bad for those daughters. I don't trust the sons. I don't know why. But uh, I, I <laughs> yeah. feel so bad for the for the daughters because they've been through enough. Yeah. Like, maybe they're just siding with their dad because they just have, they have such a warped reality of what, yeah. um, <laughs> of what parentage is. Totally. But uh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of angles on it that are really fascinating. And that's why it benefits from being such a long, you know, yeah. o- over long in some some cases. Like, yeah, that's why it's so oh, good. But I love I love all this stuff yeah. in when they're they're uh, talking about building the case and when yeah. they're in uh, and, and just like all of the like that. That one woman, the lawyer uh, uh, for the other side. Yeah. Ugh, ugh, yeah. She's awful. The worst. She is the worst person. <laughs> Uh, but man, yeah, what a fascinating, fascinating yeah. show. Really good. Yeah. The Staircase. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Must see TV. They've just added more. I guess like some stuff happened. I'm not even through. I think I'm through like the first two. Like we're just at the verdict now. Yeah. Don't tell me anything about the verdict. I won't say anything. Yet, but uh, we're just there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. 
Yeah, yeah. You watch that. Watch that. So Stuff. good. Speaking of really long, yes, I'm gonna take a really quick. Uh, discussion on some stuff that i've been watching okay. um there's a there's a okay. streaming service called canopy uh which if you have a library card you can gain access to i don't think it's only oh, yeah. canadian i think they're they actually have it in the states as well there's actually a, a bunch of different platforms that you can go through your uh library card i think there's another one called hoopla but yeah you can get a lot of like um a lot of Criterion stuff streamed this way, and yeah. so I've been in Canopy. So you can get like The Rock, <laughs> yeah, Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> no, or was it Pearl Harbor that was in it? No, it's Armageddon. Yeah. Um, so it, it, the way it works is you can watch like eight things a month. They have little credits, um, but uh, there's tons of cool stuff on there. A lot of like art house, a lot of cult movies, a lot of documentaries, a lot of Criterion stuff. But they have the entire collection of this documentarian called um, Ken Wiseman. Um, and so, or sorry, not Ken Wiseman. I'm thinking Ken Burns for some reason. Frederick mm. Wiseman. Mm. And he made the movie that I talked about a few years ago on the show called Titicut Follies, which is like a classic documentary about a hospital that has awful conditions and they made it in the 60s. And, yeah, I remember you talking um, about that. So what he does is he makes these documentaries about like places of interest or high some kind of hierarchy or public uh um interest of some sort so he has like a movie uh in the six in the late 60s called high school and it's just about here's like the goings-ons at a high school and he has one uh called basic training and it's like in the early 70s here's a bunch of kids going through basic training on their way to vietnam uh, there was one about the zoo in uh, Florida. There's one about public housing in Chicago. Um, there's I, saw, I read your uh, review of the zoo one. Yeah. That sounds interesting. I wouldn't say to jump into that one, but it is pretty incredible. Uh, he made He's still doing it. He made one like two or three years ago called At Berkeley, and it's just about like here's the goings-ons <laughs> at the, the school Berkeley. It's a lot of like roundtable discussions and stuff. Uh Many of these are upwards of four hours long, <laughs> and Emma and I are just fucking addicted to them. They are so good. It's it's tough to say, like, hey, everyone, go watch this four-hour documentary about the <laughs> school of Berkeley where you just see students having classes, and they're <laughs> talking about, like, what are we going to do about these protests and, like, roundtable discussions, but it's just so good. Zoo is, as you mentioned harrowing there's almost no dialogue in that one and it's just like hey here's what's going on at this zoo and it's some of the most upsetting footage i've ever seen is in that movie um involving an animal that they end up dissecting and i won't say any more than that but it's fucking unbelievable public housing it was incredible as well um but we've just been watching a ton of that stuff i will basic training's short it's like 90 minutes and is like really fascinating um and high school is maybe just like two hours, and that one's actually amazing too. Uh, if you're interested in like that kind of not cinema verite or direct cinema, but that kind of just like you're hanging out, you're following these stories. They're still dramatic, but they are very long, and they take a long time to kind of settle into. But 
we just can't get enough of them. And so they're cool. all on Canopy, and they're amazing. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's awesome. If you're interested in that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would suggest, like, basic training or high school. There's one about juvenile court that's really good, where it's just like, here's a bunch of kids. This is from 1973, and they're, like, in juvenile court for whatever reasons, and you just follow, like, their cases and just, like, watch what happens. Yeah, it's, they're, they're incredible. So, yeah, Frederick Wiseman, check out his documentaries. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. Anything else, Craig? Hmm. Um, well, I did a rewatch because I was getting all, like, hyped up for the new Mission Impossible movie coming. Yeah, I'm a fan yeah. of the franchise, and, uh, and it was Father's Day, and I felt, like, compelled to watch some kind of, like, dad action movie. Sweet. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, was, I don't know, like, Butch Cassidy or some kind of something, <laughs> but it was uh, that Mission Impossible... Ghost Protocol was in front of me, so I went for yeah. that. I, I, actually, Athena wanted to check them out, too, because she's like, I feel like I've seen them, but I don't remember them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. So I rewatched Ghost Protocol, which has been a while, um, and also it's Brad Bird, and you guys are doing yeah. Incredibles 2. Um, and uh, yeah, I, which I think Ghost Protocol is interesting because I think that's where they finally figured out that they had an Amer- a North American answer to Bond. Yeah. And like the the shape of the movie is a little bit different. Like the, the, yeah. the, there's, it just it, it it fits in with all the other ones. But yeah. Ghost Protocol is definitely like a the next chapter of how yeah. these movies work because there's no flow prior to that. There's mm-hmm. the first one which is De Palma, yeah, and it's kind of artsy and kind of trashy, which <laughs> yeah. I like it for quite a lot. And then totally. two, which we all just agreed were. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and three like resets the yeah. you know, like hey we can make a good one again. And but, the, then, but it has like a JJ Abrams like thing to it. It, it does. Of, yeah. And, and it, which works and doesn't work at yeah. the same time. I still quite like it. I think three is very good. Yeah. But then Ghost Protocol is where they like this is how we do these now. Yeah. Um, it's like in the when the Fast and the Furious like yeah, Fast y- Five or whatever totally. it was they were like. Now it's this. Yeah, <laughs> here's the tone. Here's how we're telling the stories. Yeah. And here's the cast, and it's all going to stay. And yeah. It's, and it really flows right into Rogue Nation, and clearly where they're going with the uh, the next one as well. Um, boy, oh, boy, what a fun movie. Yeah. It just, what a pace it fucking cooks at. And it's not short either. It's yeah, over it's two hours long, long yeah. right? But there's no fat. It just goes and goes and goes. Yeah, I think yeah. Ghost Proats is, uh, is probably my favorite one yeah and i'm not a huge fan of the franchise yeah. like i like it okay i yeah. like three okay and uh i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, yeah, I, I really like the first one because yeah. of its De Palma insanity. Mm-hmm. But, sure. Uh, 
uh, yeah, Ghost Parts, I was like, this is just a fun fucking action. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. fun. And, like, uh, there's so many great set pieces they set up that have such great uh, little mini chapters to them. Yeah. Like, the whole thing in Dubai is unbelievable. Yeah. And it's, aside from just going, like, wow, it's insane that Tom Cruise just ran down the side of the biggest building <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the whole setup of how all that, how that scene has to work, it isn't just yeah. the showcase for a stunt. It's yeah. a great little fun dumb totally. spy thing where they've got to conduct these two interviews at the same time, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's great, and all the stuff when you know when the when the when the Kremlin gets blown up, and they you know all that they and they they really pulled back on the wackadoo mask yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and went with something a little more practical with like <laughs> we're just gonna you know like yeah. like you might do in actually disguising yourself. <laughs> yeah, because uh, part two goes bananas with the mask. Totally, like, get fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I've got eight on. No one likes this. <laughs> yeah, too much. Uh, but yeah, what a great rewatch, and I'm uh, probably gonna squeeze in Rogue. Nation too, but I, I'm I'm really really excited yeah. for the next one. Sweet, yeah, I'm excited for it too. Yeah, I want to see it. So yeah, that's did you end watch. up seeing? Uh, I keep wanting to call it Air America. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that last Tom Cruise movie. No, I kept on trying to watch it illegally, and it just the copy had uh, the audio and video was off sync, and I'm that's like, no I, ca- I cannot deal with that. I yeah. like that you said Air America because at first I was like, what movie is he talking about? And then when I it was revealed, it was that. American whatever American it's called. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I can see why. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, planes yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and American. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I am looking forward to seeing that, though. Nice, yeah. I, uh, I think American Made is uh, is definitely worth a watch. Yeah. It's not the greatest movie in the world at all. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> have to be. No, it's, it's pretty good, and it's got Donald Gleason in it, and uh, man, that guy can't do anything bad. That's yeah. true. Everything he does has to be the best. Uh, anything else? No. Casey? No. Okay. Uh, well, I got one last thing since I mentioned. Oh, I did start to watch. Oh. I watched about 20 minutes, I think, 15 minutes, 15 to 20 oh. minutes of uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Oh. Yeah, I went ahead and uh, turned that one off <laughs> on account of its boringness. I liked it. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recognize that it's not like great and it's too long and it's, but I, I, it's one of those movies where just like the aesthetic and what's going on, it was interesting enough that I was just like, I like looking at this and following them along in this weird adventure and that was enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not, I could, it's like you understand why it didn't get the yeah. reviews. Yeah. Oh, um, before we get out of this area where we're doing a little wrap up, yeah. things we, I just want to, uh, uh, maybe change a review I made. Yeah, a mini review. Uh, last episode, I watched again Madagascar three. Yeah, Europe's Most Wanted. I don't know why I was coming down hard on that movie. Yeah. It's a delight. <laughs> it's really nice. nice. Very good. There's some great like, visuals. Are fantastic. There's some good jokes in it. I love that. I don't know what I was talking about. It's uh, wonderful. <laughs> That's so good. I not only do I like that you changed. I like that you felt you had to listen. I said a lot of shit about <laughs> Madagascar 3 that uh, yeah, I was clearly wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I recommended those documentaries earlier that are probably very uh, hard to get into. So I'll finish it up with like a, a more accessible documentary pick. Um, also on Canopy, I watched this movie called The Work um, from last year. It's about these three guys who go to Folsom Prison and they are in this program that allows uh, members of the public to go into Folsom Prison and go on this like really intensive group therapy with inmates. 
Um, and this try to get rid of the um, Falls from Prison Blues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, it's this movie is amazing, and it's basically these like so like hardened criminals that are doing this intense therapy where it's like they are so breaking down the barriers of like their own masculinity and what they think they have to be. And it's about them like forcing themselves to like fucking ball their eyes out. Holy shit. They like have these like really intense, like almost dog pile therapy where like they like grab a dude and they just like start like, <laughs> like, like the, everybody just like crowds around this guy and they're like, we're going to take you to the point where you will allow yourself to break down and you're going to like thrash and you're going to like try and beat us up. But we're like taking you to this point because you need to let go of like what's inside of you. That's making you feel like you have to be this way. And it is unbelievable. It is unreal. And these three that guys, sounds amazing. these three guys come in and they're all very different guys. One of them's kind of open to it. Another guy is so closed down about it and, and is like making fun of people and stuff. And he's like saying to inmates like, oh, yeah, you almost got there. But like you're 50 percent, not that great of a performance. And then he ends up just like fucking breaking down. It's it's incredible. Hmm. And it's all just the it's it's so much about just like, yeah, like who they are and who they think they are. And like the the wall of like this masculine thing that they you know, they're like hardened criminals. They've been, you know, doing these insane things for years. And and it's it's so good. It's so good. Nice. It'll bring you pretty close <laughs> to mm-hmm. crying, I think. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's on Canopy. I think it might be some other places. The work. Yeah, it's really Neat. good. And it's a bit more like it's not as intimidating as a four-hour movie about a school. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so should we get to Film Roulette? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was The Incredibles and the loser has to see something terrible. This week it was the number 23. Uh, But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Plus one. (laughs) Because it's two weeks now. And uh, Mm -hmm. then we roll for other movies for next Mm -hmm. two weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Incredibles 2, mm-hmm. directed by previously mentioned Brad Bird, mm-hmm. um, who was previously uh, just behind the camera for Tomorrowland, which was not very well received. Or very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so The Incredibles, it's been about 15 years since that first film. It was a huge classic. I cannot uh, believe it's been 15 years that's since fucking that. crazy. That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, and so Elastigirl springs into action to save the day while Mr. Incredible faces his greatest challenge yet, taking care of the problems of his three children. Um, starring Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Samuel L. Jackson, Bob Odenkirk, Catherine Keener, tons of other people, Sarah Vowell, lots of people in this film. A lot of people returning from the previous film. Yeah. Mm. And... Did you love the original Incredibles? I absolutely love the original yeah. Incredibles. I rented it mm-hmm. when back when you could do that. Yeah, I mean you can still do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean I rented a physical copy of it. Yeah, and I watched it three times nice. before I uh, 
before I, I sent it back just because, well, of course, that was back in the yeah, time when. Got to get y- as much out of this as I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could only watch one thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, no, I absolutely loved it because it's just like the the first Incredibles movie is just a fucking awesome action movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and it's great and it's funny and it's cute and, and, and all the rest of it. But it's also just like super well-directed action yeah so i really love that so i was looking forward to more of the same yeah for this movie yeah and yeah it feels like um the incredibles was one of those things where it came out and it was really popular but it it almost had that kind of like it was very popular but it almost wasn't as popular as it was going to be like two or three years after release where it was like it just kept building that kind of love and so it did always kind of surprise me that it they didn't get around to making a second one until so long. But I guess Brad Bird has said, like, you know, I was just trying to figure out the right way to go about it and yeah. have the right script. And then he had all these other things going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I like the original quite a bit, too. Yeah. So what did you think of number two? <laughs> number two. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I think about it. I think it was great. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, it's I, I liked it a lot. It's... It establishes a pattern. Um, you know, th- these are message movies, yeah. you know. Uh, so there, so there's like a message baked into this one. And to be honest, I was like, I don't really need that message. <laughs> neither to be a message necessarily. But and the first one, the first one relies on that structurally. Yeah. So if that's what we're doing, that's fine. Yeah. And they don't shove it down your throat and or it's anything. fine. It does kind of feel like that the whole like villain stuff. And I won't spoil too much for people that just want to go in and have a good time. But it does kind of feel like, okay, we're doing... We're doing this kind of like screen thing, you know? Like, oh, yeah, we're doing yeah, this kind exactly. of like, hey, like, there's a guy who wants to control everyone's brains. It's yeah. just like, you've seen that in so many movies. Yeah, it did not fine. feel new. Not, and also, I was like, um, oh, well, that's that person and this is this person. Yeah. And then that's revealed. And then you're like, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there's nothing there's nothing too surprising about totally. that or anything. Which but is there totally wasn't really fine. Much of a, I, I didn't really need much of a twist or anything. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I do have to, to sort of mention that I think was just fucking great was that uh, it was like, oh, the the main action hero for this one is going to be Elastigirl. Yes, yeah. Um, and then she just is. It's not like, you know what? Women can be uh, the action hero guy, too. It was just like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then she just was. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't really care that much for was the like hapless Whoa, dad looking yeah. after the kids. <laughs> well, that's going to be very hard. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's fucking hard for women to look after kids too. Yeah. It's fucking hard to look after totally. kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does feel a little like you saw Mr. Mom in 1983 or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, and even back then, it, it was, was like, fucking, come on now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I was just like, yeah, yeah. no, I get it. it that is what it's yeah. like. You're tired all the time. And it's and that is also a, a trope that I feel like, you know, is, is prevalent still that you feel like shouldn't be anymore where it's like, the dad's got to look after the kid. Well, diapers. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh... I, also, I felt like if they were going to do that in this movie and still have it be a message movie, there, there wasn't the point where he was like, 
you know, where he learned or or was like, I mean, there there mm-hmm. was technically they had a scene for that, but it was all very by rote. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he nothing new was learned. Yeah. It was just kind of tropey. Yeah. Uh, but n- none of it mattered because <clears throat> everything. Uh, I, I heard somebody say a review of this say that for a kid's movie, which is a two hour movie. Yeah. Mm. For a kid's movie. um it gets a little talky in the middle. Yeah, I've also heard there's there's been a lot of talk about it being like too dark, and I've seen some people say I, I know M- Maria in the Slack said it, but I also saw it like in other reviews where they were saying like, oh, it gets a little bit out there, and I was kind of like, does it? It's I, I I didn't find, find it to be that at all. Yeah, uh, like I really didn't. Although uh, I, I will say for a Pixar movie. There was a lot of swearing in it. <laughs> and I really? thought that was weird. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe like, that's uh, it. There, there, there's a moment where um, Mr. Uh, Incredible um, is like... Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to fucking eat this fucking sandwich. <laughs> We're in fucking Incredible. <laughs> oh! The Dice Man showed yeah, up. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I fucked him. <laughs> oh! Yeah, the, the Dice Man plays the baby, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, uh, no, it, it, there, there's a moment where he's like, he he sees uh, Jack Jack's powers, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Oh, they said God. Mm-hmm. Look, they're being a little edgy. You know, usually they would, yeah. You know, like there's certain things that are verboten." And he's like, "Oh my god, movies. look at that fucking baby! <laughs> <laughs> fucking baby is fucking on my shit right now. <laughs> Fuck you, God." <laughs> There is no God. <laughs> and he's wait. He's like, wait a minute. Sorry, gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta pull oh that back. Oh my fucking gosh. Oh my fucking gosh. <laughs> yeah. There is no gosh. Um. But uh. But yeah. So and I was like, oh, there. That's you know. You don't usually hear that in in a. And then at a later point, someone was like, oh, there's a hell of a lot of yeah. <laughs> fucking shit around here. <laughs> <laughs> it was an ad lib they kept it in. <laughs> yeah, they dropped Nothing hell. to do with the there plot. There is a hell of a lot of fucking yeah. shit around here. Yeah. It's incredible. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this incredible shit I just took? <laughs> it's fucking everywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like God himself shit all <laughs> over these babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird. How do, so here's, <laughs> here's a question for you guys. As parents, do you feel like when you hear that in a kid's movie, are you like, oh, no, my kid's going to be saying stuff? Or is it like, uh, or no, are I you feel more like, like when my kid hears me say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. more. Because okay. yeah. um, I was wondering, because when I was a kid and I and I remember specifically like watching movies and you, I started to be able to see like PG or PG-13. And when there was movies where there was that kind of like casual level of like hells and dams, you were yeah. kind of like, oh, it is like a normalized thing. And it kind of made me feel oh, like. Oh, no, I, my parents still let me know I wasn't allowed to say those yeah. words. So yeah, I just yeah. didn't say those words. But, you know, kids' movies had tits in them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Who knows? Um, uh, but no, I felt. And also uh, uh, in the 70s, kids' movies, uh, a, lot of, a lot of gay panic and racism. Yeah, yeah. The bad news bears. Yeah. <laughs> I blew some people's minds at work and showed that, like, the. Uh, a few people who do you either forgot about it or never heard of Soul Man. Yeah, they just showed them the trailer for Soul Man, and they were like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like, yeah, this was just 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone ever done a, a double feature of Soul Man and White Chicks? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wonder if you get. I wonder. I wonder which one is What's worse. What's the? There's an. There's. An oh, 80, I know which one is worse. There's yeah. also an '80s movie where it goes the other way too, where somebody turns himself white. Um, I can't remember is what. There, movie there's that is. Saturday Night Live sketch with Eddie Murphy. Oh, no. no. There's a movie I, I keep thinking it's called something. No, no, I can't just remember. take yeah. it. <laughs> 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 that is a legitimately great sketch. Yeah, yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like, there was an element to me watching The Incredibles 2 where I did kind of feel like a a pang of disappointment in the sense of your where, where it was like, okay, it's going to be that kind of rote sort of story, but it yeah. doesn't really matter because the stuff going on in the movie is super fun. It all looks great. Yeah. Everybody's funny and it just kind of breezes by. You're just and like, this is fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, honestly, I like that this movie didn't try to be, uh, cause I think, uh, Incredibles is a very, uh, indelible movie. Uh, like, like in terms of uh, people's like love of Pixar mm -hmm. movies, like that's pretty upper echelon. And it hit and at I a like really good time for, for, for superhero movies yeah. that weren't so insanely like, you know, mainstream like they were going on but it was not like now yeah so it had that to it too um yeah and, and and i think that i like that this movie didn't try to to outdo it or anything it was just like okay well it, people like the fun action of the first one so we'll yeah. just make a fun action movie with this one and it really was a yeah. lot of fun and the powers were were great like the mm -hmm. uh, the the superhero like the new superhero stuff that you see yeah. uh there's a lot of really really cool stuff yeah, the there's a big action scene early on with a big drill. It looks really cool. The effects and the the way that they visualize that was awesome. Yeah, and then they start they start this movie. They pick up right where the last yeah. movie left off, kind mm, of thing. Totally. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there was a really fun uh, scene with Elastigirl on like this on the bike in like the tunnel and that stuff. Was and that awesome. was just like a lot of fun. Yeah. Just a lot of cool ways to use that bike yeah. and to use her power and it's just super fun to watch. Yeah, totally. The 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 superhero physics in this movie. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a great uh, there's a character called Void, I think mm -hmm. her name is, and she's a fantastic mm -hmm. character. Like I'd like to see more from that character. And she does like she does these sort of the sort of portal stuff, so there's yeah. this whole amazing action scene with that and uh, yeah, super good. Yeah, it's fun. Definitely worth seeing for fans of the original and and uh, just fans of fun movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just fun time. Yeah, good time. Yeah. Brad Bird, good on you. You mm -hmm. done it again. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, let's get to our punishment film. Yeah. I was trying to say speaking of something, but yeah. speaking of numbers. Yep. <laughs> there's numbers everywhere, and especially in the title of the number 23. Yeah. Speaking of having had to watch Jim Carrey desperately try to act yeah. uh, with some level of beard. Uh, yeah, he's got some stubble. <laughs> yeah, that was our jumping off point for this Occasional movie. stubble in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 23, directed by Joel Schumacher. This is 2007. Uh, Walter Sparrow was an animal control officer that becomes obsessed with a mysterious book that seems to be based on his own life. As soon as he opens the book, he notices strange parallels between what he reads and what he's experienced. But now he's worried that a fictional murder might materialize. Dun, 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 dun. Which, by the way, is fucking crazy because maybe I didn't drive this home uh, with uh, the the movie, what, what was that called again? The movie I watched, Dark the Jim Crimes, Car the Dark, Crimes, yeah, Scary Dark Crimes, Crimes. Mm -hmm. is that that was a movie about a murder that was based on a book oh, too. Oh, look at yeah. that! Look yeah. how we yeah. connect things. Yeah. Um, 
Let me first say he's yeah he's animal. He's a dog catcher. Okay. All right. Who owns a home and supports a family? <laughs> like, the, don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> like animal a nice control. Yeah, they, they aren't worrying about anything. They have this very nice. Like he's catching dogs. <laughs> Come on. He's worried about. Does he have the? Does he have the big net? Yeah, uh, he's got like the 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 stick with the loop yeah, with the on loop. the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he's worried about that. He might end up writing all over his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's for him. <laughs> Keep my hands Chapter. away. Chapter twenty-three. I began to write all over my face. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, oh, this movie. Oh my god! Every scene is painfully shit. <laughs> Like, so he's a dog catcher, and then he gets a call. He's got to go catch the dog, and he's narrating the movie. And he goes, and the dog's like, in the backyard. And he starts, he's like talking to the dog, and he's like, once upon a time, there was this dog. And so he's telling this dumb, like, slow kind of hypnotized, how good he is at catching dogs (laughs) to get the thing on there. And it's just aggravating and horrifying. So... And he gets bit by the dog, and which leads him to be late for meeting his wife, which makes her go to a bookstore, which means she finds a book, and then she buys the book for him. So he starts to read the book, and his life begins to unravel. Because the book is about the number 23, which is a big conspiracy number that there's like a lot of dates and yeah. a lot of things that fall on number three. It's just an unlucky whatever, like yeah. 13 something or other. And they really lean into it with a lot of stuff in this movie where they're really trying to force it in, too. Where they're like looking at dates when things happened, you know, like well, this plus that plus that plus that twenty three, <laughs> or this happened on the tenth, uh, you know, and uh, it was the tenth month. And, and if you add thirteen and, to that, twenty three. Well, yes, they do <laughs> exactly that. Oh, God. And and one one at one point they go, well, that happened, uh, you know, on October thirteenth. That's a ten, and a <laughs> uh, and a, so that's uh, or, or no, sorry, it was the tenth and the twenty uh, second. Or something, and they're like, yep, that's 23 reversed. I'm like, that's 32. <laughs> wow. Stop breaking the rules, you fucking ding-dongs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, and, uh, this happened on the 17th. That's a number, much like 23. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I was at home. My cat was there. The uh, cat has four legs, two eyes, one head, a tail. Took a poop. <laughs> that's part of the cat. Uh, I have a litter box, a couple of cat toys lying around. Add them all up, 23. Uh, nine lives. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like at the beginning of the movie during the credits there's like they're flashing a lot of like number 23 yeah. conspiracy junk at you a lot of it's happened quickly and I'm like not absorbing it <laughs> or I'm like I don't know how factual that is if you just added like you're just like six seven part the yeah. <laughs> and, and anyway uh, but they don't this movie is really not so much about any of the, like, is the number 23 something. The movie is about this fucking guy who gets this book, and he gets obsessed with the number two. And it's just like, he's the way he sees it everywhere is really stupid. And <laughs> it's really, really poorly directed. This is, without question, the ugliest looking uh, Joel Schumacher movie I've seen. Uh, wow, that is really <laughs> saying something. Yeah, yeah. Did, he, did he give all of uh, Jim Carrey's shirts nipples? <laughs> <laughs> I wish he had. <laughs> Listen, I got this leftover from yeah. a bomb a couple years <laughs> I ago. I ordered way too many yeah, nipples yeah. <laughs> for yeah, my yeah. Batman yeah, movie. Dog catchers have nipples, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, this dog has 20 nipples. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my god! 
goodness, that tickles me to no end. <laughs> so listen, he starts reading this book, and he reads the, the book is is the first person narrative as well, and the book and it's in his voice when he's reading it, and he's doing like a little bit different thing, so you can tell he's the narrator of the book. Is it a uh, is it an accent? Uh, is it no, a Polish accent? I've heard it's it do like, it. It's a little bit. Uh, mysterious <laughs> and he's like I am the book guy you can call me fingerling because <laughs> um, I swear to God fingerling and good and he, he's a detective he's detective fingerling fingerling and fingerling and good like, y'all what <laughs> why in the why in the world would you choose that name yeah out of all the potatoes you could name him after <laughs> Call him Detective Russet, for and God's sake. And they try and sell you into thinking it's fine, because, like, he starts talking to his wife. He's like, this book, it's just, it's really getting into my head, and this character, Fingerling, and she's like, hmm, Fingerling, cool name. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> you fucking ding-dong. Trying to, try to sell it to the audience. Yeah, cool cool name. Ooh, that's Bullshit. cool. Bullshit, yeah. Someone right, in the guys? audience was like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah, in every showing of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Joel Schumacher was sitting in the middle going, yeah, Fingerling's a really cool name. Uh, right, guys? That's all. Enjoy uh, that. I'm looking at the cast, and it, it really uh, tickles me to see young Fingerling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. So then, as he's reading it, and uh, <laughs> as he's reading it, you start to see, you get, you, then you get. Uh, Cool name. We, we cut. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then we cut to dramatizations of the book, and and you oh, see great. him. Jim Carrey is the fingerling guy too. Of course, but he's got cool '90s tattoos. And then this is where the film is really ugly because all the book stuff is trying to do that. I don't know why it's doing it in 2007, but it's trying to do that kind of like '90s noir thing. Yeah. But grainy it's like, black and white. Uh, no, it's like it's a little oversaturated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is some of that. Yeah. And like just like the way they're dressed with some trench coats and these fucking stupid looking tattoos and everything's just very uh, uh, 90s <laughs> disaffected, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, and it's gross. <laughs> And it's and but it's not it's not even done well. It doesn't even look like the stuff in the '90s that did that okay. Yeah. yeah, it's more like I don't know if there was like a Dawson's Creek episode about that kind of filmmaking <laughs> and how Dawson might make it. I don't know. It feels cheap and fake and not like you like you didn't get it or like all the videos like after Nine Inch Nails was huge yeah. and everyone tried to get like it's like a movie made by a Conaline crush or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow, uh, it, it, like it's like you were. Trying to think of the most bargain basement yeah. nine inch nails thing, and you fucking nailed it. <laughs> um, so, and and it just happens a lot. We go into Fingerling Land and listen to his fucking bullshit noiry stuff, and he's obsessed with the number twenty three because it's everywhere and it's going to destroy my life. Holy blah blah blah. So he starts to fit, like there's two. He feels like the book is about him, and he can't figure out why. I'm just going to speed through this now because holy <laughs> shit. Um, and then he's trying to figure out who wrote the book, and it's just some woman, but she's dead. And then they're trying to, somebody else oh, wrote no. it, and uh, or is it, I can't remember how. There he finds the tombstone. And he's like obsessed with figuring out who the woman who's dead is, and he thinks that the person who wrote the book killed her. And then he's she's trying to, been dead for 23 years. Oh my god. <laughs> And uh, buried in plot twenty three. Yeah, and he's going nuts, and his family life is going to hell, and he's having weird dreams. He thinks he's going to hurt his family, and he's oh my god, because of this book is in his head. And then anyway, he figures out 
what happens is, is he figures out that the the, the woman whose name is associated with the book Laura Tollins uh, is dead because he killed her. <gasps> right. Because he <sighs> isn't Walter whatever, Walter Sparrow. His name is, in fact, Topsy Kretz. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yeah. Topsy is his first name. Kretz is his last name. Like he's Topsy, 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 Secret. Topsy Kretz, and he plays the saxophone. <laughs> There's uh, a few scenes of him standing around with a fucking saxophone. Oh, I, well, I you're making me want to see this. You should. Yeah, I, I know. I you guys really see this need now. to take a look at this. And sometimes so, it is a lot of fun <laughs> to hate Joel Schumacher. This is a good. You sit around with some friends and just go, "What in the sweet fuck?" And all, <laughs> all of it is done wrong. Everything. Top secrets. <laughs> and so Top Secrets killed his girlfriend and felt really bad about it. So he went to write a Top a suicide note, which Kretz. then just spiraled into a novel called The Number Twenty Three. And then he tried to kill himself, but he survived the fall, getting amnesia. And becoming oh. Walter Sparrow, who's a married man with a child, like a ten-year-old, and a dog catcher job. I'm like, how did he meet his wife? And like, what what does he think happened before this? If he's unaware of all this stuff, like, yeah. Oh, I just don't remember anything from the day before I met you. Nothing weird about that. Let's get married and make a child. Yeah, I might be a murderer. <laughs> I'll probably get a dog catcher yeah. job. Yeah. Um, so then he confesses to the murder, and they're like, well, go light on you, though, because it seems difficult. And so the guy who's in jail for it, for touching the knife that he used, he gets out of jail, and there you go. Oh, my god! That's the movie. I might Is watch the guy, it. What's the guy from jail? <laughs> huh? What's his she name? Was, he was banging uh, Topsy Kretz's girlfriend. Topsy. Oh, so that's please why stop he, saying he his Kretz. name. Please call him T. Kretz. <laughs> I guess Fingerling is a cooler name. <laughs> hey, cool name compared to Topsy Kretz. Topsy Kretz. K-R-E-T-T-S. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I uh, hate live. it so much. Topsy Kretz. <laughs> Why? Why are the names in this movie so stupid? Oh, unbelievably Who stupid. Did and this, and, this, write and this what movie? happens? Everything that happened doesn't have a fucking thing to do with the number twenty-three. No, Fernley <laughs> Phillips wrote it. Uh, what the movie? The book? Yeah, the the movie. Okay, well, Fernley Phillips. Yeah. Well, well, I guess if you go through life and you're Fernley, yeah, you're like, yeah. I wish my name was something cool like Fingerling Fingerling. Topsy Kretz. Topsy Kretz. Yeah. That's so bad. It's making yeah. me so mad. Yes. Young Fingerling's mother. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see it just for the first yeah. shot of of, night, of noir. Yeah. Tattooed Jim Carrey standing, looking out a window, holding a saxophone. It's just you want to stand up and clap. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. And you took Your career took a terrible yeah. turn. This is a disaster. <laughs> just a fucking disaster. It's and it's just so ugly to look at yeah. all the time. <laughs> oh boy. Uh and it's not very long and it feels long. Nice. Good so Yeah, cuz I ha- I have some time for the Schumacher of like like <laughs> 8 mm is so bad but it's super entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I might have to try and watch yeah. it. Yeah. I and I I got lots of time for the Lost Boys. Yeah. 
you know it should be noted that the writer mm-hmm. um Fer- fernley yeah. uh golly uh <laughs> wrote the number 23 and then wrote or has a story by credit mm-hmm. for you the letter u mm-hmm. want me to the number two kill him <laughs> in 2013 <laughs> you want me to kill him <laughs> And then uh, a number of documentaries about the number 23. Oh, oh really? Hmm. I would have been... See, I would... Uh, I'd be curious. I would. There's nothing to do with the number 23 in it, except for the fucking nutcase amnesiac murderer fingerling Topsy Kretz guy thinks it's neat. <laughs> there's I, nothing. And it yeah. doesn't link anything to... Like, all the outcome of this had to have anything to well, the only time it came into play as far as the murder goes is she wrote him some note at some point so he's <laughs> he circled the the 23rd i don't remember how this works out the 23rd letter or uh, okay. every 23rd letter he circled yeah and that spelled out kill her <laughs> oh wow. he was like well i guess so note <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say <laughs> I'm Topsy Kretz, and I don't argue with a note. Yeah. <laughs> never have, never will. As far as I know, I had amnesia. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of numbers, yes. the uh, band that we listen to have an album with 10 songs on have it. Have a number of albums. <laughs> they also have an album that has a ton of songs on it. Mm-hmm. Casey, you kind of gave us free reign on whether or not we yeah, wanted to listen to. For this one, it was more like, just check this, check this stuff out. out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the band Cuckoo Kangaroo, um, I listened to their album Whoopity Whoop or Whoopity Whoop mo- more than the other one. Right. Uh, uh, just by virtue of... Whoopity Whoop? Yeah. That's the one I listened to. Yeah. Because when I started listening to the other one, which was like a collection of early stuff, yeah. I was kind of like, this isn't doing it for me. And then I turned on uh, Whoopity Whoop. Yeah. And I was like, this sounds more up my alley. Right. Yeah. Um, and they are a children's band. Yeah, uh, I guess they have a lot of fun videos that kids are really into on YouTube. Yes, and that's how you kind of stumbled upon it. Yeah, yeah. Just I started to find the songs getting stuck in my head, and just the sort of sense of humor of them, I, I started to find quite charming. Yeah. Um, so the one that I listened to is the one with the pizza on the cover. It has yep. a song called "All I Eat Is Pizza." Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had a lot of fun with this. Yeah. It's very charming. It's cute. Mm-hmm. I think I did this wrong because yeah. I kept on forgetting to watch the videos with Zoe. Yeah. And then I put the album on. We were in the kitchen one day and she didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then because I, I didn't really focus on it. Yeah. Then the, I spent my rest of the, I had to listen to it for the show. Yeah. So I listened to it while I was driving. Yeah. Which was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. It's not really that. <laughs> no, it really isn't that at all. No. Because then it was just like I felt like. Because Zoe's really into Paw Patrol right now, and that has a lot of annoying songs in yeah. it. And I, it just started to sound like that to me. Yeah. And I mean, except there's, you know, I, I enjoy a good scurvy line now and again. That's yeah. fun. That, that's, that is fun. Pretty good. Yeah. That that's the thing. Every once in a while, there's a there's a, a fun or cute little thing in yeah. it. Every yeah. once in a while, there's like a little like, ooh, this is going to be a joke for the parents. And yeah. It's like, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I found by starting with that other album that had their kind of rougher earlier stuff, I was like, whoa, I really don't like this. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then when I came to this album, it was more like, okay. Okay, well, these are more actual songs, and I can kind of 
come to this knowing that it's for children and that it's funny and yeah. like I didn't love listening to it, but they were catchy and I really liked Shake It Well about shaking up your orange juice. I yeah. Yeah. that was like a really great song. I, I like this I like this more than the Wiggles. <clears throat> yeah. Well yeah, because that's that's got awful. Yeah. yeah. It's really I don't know the kids are really into it, but man, I tried to do some wiggle stuff. I'm like, oh, this is not <laughs> happening no. in yeah. my house. No. <laughs> uh, you know what it is for me? It's and the reason that it, it I, I ended up finding it quite charming is that you watch a couple of videos and they're sort of earlier videos and they have this really DIY feeling to them. Yeah. Like their later videos uh, get a little bit higher quality, but they have this real sort of DIY feeling. Um, and it really feels like they're just a couple of like a real nice punk rock fellows who have a bunch of friends who help them out with these videos yeah. and their friends are involved and they, they come into the videos and you're like, you're not like a compelling person at all, but I bet you're a very nice fellow. Yeah, and yeah. they were like, Hey, it's our nice friend, John. Why don't we put him in a wig in our video? Yeah. And then he comes in and goes, Hi guys, I'm here in the video too. <laughs> and there's something that's just like, God yeah. bless you. You're just a bunch of idiots making children's, yeah, uh, making and, fun children's. And things. I definitely agree with those videos. But it's interesting because that kind of feeling to those earlier songs is what turned me off. Because I was like, well, these aren't real. Like they felt more like this is just for kids like it's like a funny little thing that we're repeating and then we're kind of rapping it and the music is a little like lo-fi keyboard and a little drums or something yeah it felt more like not realized and then when i heard this album it was more like okay well like it's a little bit slicker the songs that mm -hmm. are more like structured like songs it yeah. seems more like this is just now a song for kids instead of like songs for kids yeah <laughs> but i agree with the video it has that like energy to it but I, yeah, I, I, I also liked that. Um, Any time that these songs started to kind of go into the area that I'm really familiar with, uh, listening to a lot of pop punk, like on the song Unibrow, where it's like, "There's a girl who has a unibrow," like they're singing about this girl, and like from my experience, that kind of song growing up, I was like, "Oh great, here we go." It's like. There's so many songs in pop, com pop punk where it's like, I don't like the fat girl at school or something. And, and I was worried, like, is this going to start to get into that territory? Because they seem like they're from that world. Yeah. And I really liked that it takes the turn to be instead of like, you have a unibrow and it looks funny or whatever. It was more like, and you're rad and like, you're awesome. That's, and I just felt like that was so sweet and fun. And yeah. that's, nice. that's like ultimately what I really like. What draws me to this is that there's songs like Milkshake that is just just silly uh, like repeating yeah you know repeating silly <laughs> food things yeah and that can just be in and of itself a thing but but there is this like creative enthusiasm that these yeah. guys have that that i think is infectious and that i think i've i've seen beatrice really and walter too walter loves shaking his little butt to it um <laughs> But uh, uh, but the, like I've seen them really respond to sort of the creative enthusiasm of it, yeah. and I'm like I feel like that's going to become useful to them yeah. uh, at, at a later time. Totally. And also seeing these sort of DIY videos, like it's going to give them an idea of like oh I can make things too. Yeah. Um. And and yeah. So so I found it I find it useful if not you know to teach lessons about whatever there it does teach a lesson about you know positivity yeah. and and inclusion and yeah. 
and Good. there's something pretty yeah. cool about and, it. Yeah. And in a really sweet way. Like, that song is just such a perfect example of, like, yeah. oh, it's a funny song about a unibrow, and then they, they make sure that it doesn't go into the bad territory. Right, it goes right. into, the, like, yeah, all my friends good. are cool. Like, yeah. yeah, I really, really like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. it was it was cool. Like, I'm not going to listen. Like, I will listen to Shake It Well every once in a while because I think that's – I yeah. thought, like, I when I heard that, and I was like, oh, this song's about just shaking up orange juice. This is, like, pretty – brilliant yeah. <laughs> like, like this yeah, one i really like well, there's and there's, yeah. there's little funny lines and stuff that there's a dinosaur stomp or dino stomp or whatever it's called and and they reference littlefoot from yeah. uh, land before time i think mm-hmm. it is yep i hang with littlefoot he gives me great input <laughs> we dance at pizza hoot <laughs> and i'm like pretty you good. got me friend yeah yeah it's pretty pretty cute yeah so nice yeah um greg what mm-hmm. are you giving us for our punishment album? Uh, an album of songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a, a topical album. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's the uh, current events seem to have inspired mm-hmm. what's going on here. The album's called America. Okay. And it is the new, new album by 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, wonderful. Ah. And there, this album cover is... Uh, America, oh. they are here with something to say. Yeah. Um, I hate this band. I couldn't be happier that they have a new album for you guys to enjoy. Uh, and he's not being the Joker or Morbius. Yeah. There's no getting away from Jared Leto. He's yeah. here for you. Uh, yeah. First song, so Walk on, on Water. I, yeah. I'm just looking at the names, and I'm trying to figure out... Uh, uh, what's being referenced here? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like... understand. I mean, I, 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 if I'm supposed to discern anything from it pop culture wise is it kim kardashian yeah justin timberlake yeah jesus <laughs> jones <laughs> jesus jones yeah yeah, yeah. checks out uh, uh michael mcdonald <laughs> <laughs> the michael i'm not sure about is yeah. it supposed to be michael jackson michael jackson seem to fit right now michael moore uh, like, yeah of course mickey dolans yeah uh, from the monkeys yeah and donald rumsfeld i think we yeah. all remember <laughs> Yeah. America, right? Yeah. America, right, you guys? Yeah. Right? America. Oh, uh, Kim, am I right? I, Justin, oh, right? Oh I like of all bands. Why are those topically American right now? Like, why, why? Why? I mean, Kim Kardashian, I guess I get it, but yeah. Justin uh, Timberlake is see, just a singer. You and, see yeah. the, the fine print on, on the cover? It says all those names, and then in really fine print, it says six American names. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Jared Leto. <laughs> I love I, you for making this album for Dan and Casey. Uh, I've never met I've <clears throat> never met Jared Leto, so I have no I should have no opinion about I'm just gonna go ahead and hate him as a person. It's just yeah. like I'm gonna oh, allow myself. But listen, man, one of these songs is called Live Like a Dream. And that's yeah. what I want you to do with this album for the rest of your oh, life. Casey, did Maybe you know I will do that? Yeah. Did you know that love is madness? <clears throat> it's what? It's madness. <laughs> oh, you've given me a lot. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, great. Dawn will rise. Uh, yep. <laughs> 12 tracks. Like, D-O-N, Dawn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donnie. Donnie. Uh, He's going to rise. You know Donnie. He's always getting boners. <laughs> Wait a minute. 12 tracks. Backwards is twenty one <laughs> plus two more twenty three. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Jim Carrey likes potatoes. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we got to roll now, mm-hmm. and we are rolling for. Are we doing the uh, the Jurassic movie? Yeah. 
So Jurassic games. Right now, <laughs> Jurassic World is out there. Why not play some games with Jurassic games? This the... is kind of a fun hybrid of yeah. Jurassic Park and Hunger Games. Yeah. Yes. Or funny games. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is like the mockbuster ripoff of uh, the new yeah. Jurassic movie. And from the sounds of the middling to terrible reviews of the new Jurassic Park movie, could this maybe be a situation where the low-budget ripoff is more fun? Who knows? You never know. Could be. Could be. <clears throat> so that's the punishment film. And the winner movie, because we have two weeks uh, here, The not this week, but next week is... Uh, what is it again? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp looks so much fun. Yeah. And there's been some early reviews out there now as uh, the critics are seeing screenings, and apparently it's just a delightful film. Yep. So high hopes for that. Mm. Um, and then Sicario 2 will be out as well. Yeah. You know, we'll get, get to a it. chance. Yeah. Definitely going to see that. Although my most, or perhaps one of my most anticipated movies of the year uh, is coming out as well. What's or that? Or is out. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? Oh yeah, that's out. That is out. <laughs> All right, let's do this, Casey. You want to press? Oh no, nope. uh, you want to uh, press? Be mine. No, yeah, no. <laughs> you gotta press this little button right here. Two. All right. I'd still prefer five. I'll go. <laughs> Four. All right, Greg's gonna go. Two. Ooh. Oh, you two are in a roll-off now. Yeah. All right. You want me to roll first? Yeah. Go for it. That's a six. six. Greg got three. Yeah, well, it's a superhero movie, so <laughs> why would I go? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Great. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. that I don't, I don't understand. even know why I roll for this. I know. And, <laughs> yeah. I feel like... Casey's luck on the rolls is more random and like Greg and I have some kind of a weird thing where like Greg doesn't ever get superhero movies mm. and like there's been so many times where like the movie I want is like the of the whole year and I don't get it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you just get like rolling with the flow mm. just once well, in a while. you know, I'm rolling <laughs> with my homies. Yeah. Uh, so next week we will be talking about uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. We will talk about that album that uh, Greg gave us by 30 Seconds to Mars. And we will also talk about Jurassic Games. Maybe I'll uh, watch that as well. And we can all <laughs> maybe uh, watch the number yeah. 23. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might. I might. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Uh, please go and email us at info at modern superior.com. And uh, as always, we will see you next Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, and uh, there is a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. And uh, there's 23. There's 23 ghosts at the end. At the of end of. Uh, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.